Today's podcast is brought to you by our friends at Banzoogle. Built for musicians, by musicians. Banzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of artists around the world. Their simple step-by-step system will get you online in minutes. Choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design in just a few clicks. Built for musicians, by musicians. Banzoogle has all the features you need for your website and EPK already built in, including tools to sell music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud and live support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. Go to Banzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days, and be sure to use the promo code DRUMMERGIRL. That's all one word, to get 15% off for the first year of any subscription. Hello, my drumsters. It's Marie Mutel. Welcome back to another episode of The Little Drummer Girl. I am going to share with you one of the segments that we had on the Tampa Jam, It's Time to Pivot Online Summit. And this is with Ian Anderson Gray from IAG.me. So if you're looking to move into vlogging or live streaming, this guy can really help you and teach you the five P's of producing a segment. And so he shares that with you today. And I really hope you enjoy this. Stay tuned for more releases from the Summit. I will be sharing those as well. And you can also check out the video version at the Tampa Jam vlog at YouTube. Enjoy. Welcome, my jammers. Welcome back to the Tampa Jam Online Summit. I'm your host, Dawn Marie Mutel. And today we have Ian Anderson Gray from IAG.me, Seriously Social, here with us today. That's right, here with us today from across the pond in the UK. He's got a really tight schedule and he's got a lot going on. He speaks around the globe and I mean, you name it, he's been there as a speaker. He is the founder of the Confident Live Marketing Academy and the Confident Marketing Podcast. He has so much information that he's going to teach you guys today on the ways that you can save time because there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to doing something online, especially if you're thinking about doing a podcast or a vlog or any kind of live streaming. There's a lot to learn and to know, and you want to be sure that you check all your boxes off before you go off and do something, right? So that's why we have Ian here today. He's going to share Share his wealth of knowledge with you guys. So let's get Ian on the line. Ian, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited that you're here because I just want to pick your brain because you have so much information on this topic that I don't even know where to begin. So thank you. Oh, it's a pleasure to be on. Thank you so much for having me. Fate is really bizarre. I just recently looked at something that this beauty blogger did about doing a Facebook Live and she mentioned your website, which I went to, and I see, you know, how you created this Facebook Live button for people to use. And I was like, this is awesome. And like, now here you are. So I'm just like blown away. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you again for being here. Oh, it's great. Well, I mean, that, that's how it all started for me back in, I think, 2016 is when Facebook Live first came out. And Facebook Live at the time was really difficult to use unless you had a phone. And, and actually, that's how it started for me because I didn't have access to Facebook Live. I was an Android user at the time. 
And I think it hadn't been rolled out to the UK. So I tried to find other ways of doing it. And so that's how I created that blog post and the button to try and make it a little bit easier for people. Because before that, you kind of almost needed a PhD in, I don't know, um, I don't know, kind of live video or something, you know, to, to, to get it running. So that's how it all started. And then I kind of realized, actually, live video is something I... I I was really passionate about because my background as a professional singer, um, I had that performance background. I had the teaching background, so I love to teach people. And then I've always been a bit of a geek in, in a good way. You know, I, I like to think I've got social skills. And so all of those three kind of amalgamated. And, and so I've been teaching about live video and doing live video ever since. I love that. And I love what you're saying, you were a teacher. So being able to teach is not an easy thing because a lot of people think, you know, because if you know a topic really well, sometimes you forget that sometimes it's the stuff in between everything that we know is the stuff that we need to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, if you have people that are just kind of getting started and looking to break into live streaming, what would you suggest for them to start with? Yeah. So don't let the tech and the gear get in the way. It's so often, I see this so often that people think they need to spend lots of money and they need to kind of, I don't know, get, get all these, get a camera and connect it with a computer and do all this kind of like really complicated stuff. Don't do that. Start off really simply. You've got to, you, you know, most people will have a phone that will allow them to go live. So I would say start on your phone. It make, Facebook in particular makes it really easy to go live. You know, you just go to your profile, you create a new post and go live. And, and the, the best thing to do is just test it out um, because you can change the privacy settings to only me. So that's why I, I, I recommend change the privacy settings to only me, go live. No one will see your live video. It's only you when you watch it back. So that's that's a great way to go live. And, and if you're a little bit nervous about that, even if you are in the world of performance and you go on stage and do all that kind of stuff, I, I mean, that was my background, but I find found getting in front of the camera weirdly scary. And there's something about the the camera that it, I I call it an energy sucking device. It ten, tends to suck our energy because it's an inanimate object. We're used to performing in front of people who we can see, and we get our energy from that. But the camera doesn't do that, or the phone doesn't do that. So then there may be things that you need to do before you get onto going live in front of the camera. And a great place to start, which might seem a bit of a strange thing to say, it are Instagram stories. Now, whether or not you use Instagram on a, on like a lot, I mean, I'm not a massive Instagram user, but I find the stories part really helpful because all it is is you sharing, going on on camera for 15 seconds. I think we can cope with 15 seconds, and if you can do that daily, that's just getting that consistency. It's getting you used to getting in front of the camera. And the best thing is they get deleted after 24 hours. So what's the worst that's going to happen? So that's a great, that's a great way to get confident in front of the camera. Uh, and then go to Facebook and uh, do the, the only me, change the privacy to only me and start it that way. Um, once you've done all of that, there's loads of stuff you can do. There's, 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 we can up the tech. We can start talking about strategy and we can talk about content and how you're going to utilize that. But often it's, Getting that confidence to press that go live button, that's the scary bit. I agree because I was not a fan of videos and it really, um, I'm more of an introvert and I had to push myself to be more of an extrovert yeah. just to get in front yeah, of the yeah, camera. Yeah. And, you know, like you say, it is easier when even in front of a, a stage full of people, I still had stage fright, but I loved the performance part of it. So it was easier that way. And you knew yes. when you had a reaction. And that was another question I had. What should they think about when they need to be pumped up for a live 
let's say, a live performance when there is no audience to give them that extra, you know, feedback so that they can yeah. stay hyped up? Is there anything like even just like warm up their vocals or anything like that that may be different when they're doing something that way? Yeah. Great question. And it's not a question that actually people ask that often. People think that, you know, you, you go live and, and then that's it. But you, you've got to totally warm up your voice, warm up your body. So if you go to the gym or you've done kind of warming up exercises, those kind of exercises are really good. So stretching, stretching your body, um, doing some vocal warm up exercises as well. So, so something that you can do is... Um, is go from the low part of your voice up to the top and then down again. So something like this, which will sound really strange, but like that. Uh, because what we don't want is when we go live is to sound like this, like we sounding like a robot and people are going to fall asleep <laughs> if you speak on a monotone. So using the highs and the lows, breathing exercises. There are, there are loads and loads of exercises I could talk about now, but um, that that's really good. Physical exercises. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I have what I call the Confident Live warm-up formula. And it basically, it starts off with uh, flexibility and relaxation. So that is the stretching exercises. So I will stretch up to the ceiling for seven seconds and then I'll shake shake the arms and legs out. Um, the next stage, I'm going to forget all of this. What's the next stage? The next stage is posture. So that is making sure, oh yeah, sorry, before that, you need to make sure that you're relaxing your upper body. So I will like give my shoulders a bit of a massage, just get rid of any tension mm. that I've got. Oh my goodness. Which Lord knows I think we I need... all have a lot of that there, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I need a bit, a bit more of that. So <laughs> so get, get rid of that tension. Then the next thing is posture. So I um, I call this the noble posture. So this is my, my background is classical singing. There's probably different ways of describing this depending on where, you know what kind of training you've had. But um, yeah, it, it's... I like to stand when I'm doing my live videos because I think yeah. that that is a way to to keep that energy going. I find if I sit down, I start to relax too much. Mm. So standing up is really good, uh, and it's a case of looking confident. So I, it's confident. So I call this the noble position because it's like you're a noble person. Um, so it's your shoulders down, your chest um, erect. You're you're looking confident. That's a really good place to start. So that's that's posture. Then it's breathing, breath control. So this is thinking about breathing into your sides, using your diaphragm, using your, your breathing muscles that way. Breathing slowly is really important. Uh, and then uh, we're on to diction. So that is making use of your, your teeth and your lips and your tongue. Um, so you can come up with silly tongue twisters like gada gada bada bada gada gada bada bada or you know, make up your own. <clears throat> so you're really using that. Then there's the pitch interest thing, which I've talked about, which is using the lows and the highs in your voice, um, making sure that you're, you're just raising your voice up and making it sound a bit more exciting. And then you can put all of those together and come up with a silly song. Uh, so the silly song that I um, like to uh, get my clients to do, which sounds ridiculous asking people to do a song, but it's a great way to get rid of that nervous energy and, uh, and to have a bit of a laugh. There's nothing quite like starting a live video with a smile on your face. So the one I, the one I do is it's, it's to the tune of the William Tell Overture, which is the that one. And you sing it to the words, Daddy's got a head like a ping pong ball, which is very strange. And it, so it basically goes like this. 
Daddy's got a head like a ping pong ball. Daddy's got a head like a ping pong ball. Daddy's got a head like a ping pong ball, like a ping pong ball. And I think it amalgamates all those together. <laughs> the final thing of on that, if it's okay just to mention this, is um, heightened authenticity. So this is all about making sure that you are still you, you're authentic. No one wants you to be a carbon copy of somebody else or this robot. So that the authenticity is important, but we want the energy to be heightened. And this is the thing that you need to think about as you go through your video. You need to remind yourself about this. And so if we were talking one-to-one um, in person, then I would probably speak to you like this. So how are you doing? Uh, you know, you're, you're doing all right. That, that energy level is, is very low. Mm. If I was speaking to like a group of people, like a workshop, then my energy levels would be even more. So come up with your tagline. My tagline is uh, uh, level up your impact and authority using live video. And then I'll repeat it at the different energy levels. So I've, I've done the energy level one, which is one-to-one. I've done energy level two, which is in a small group. Energy level three is in a, maybe more of a workshop. So that would be uh, level up your impact and authority using confident live video. If I'm on camera, you have to bring the energy up more than you think. You have to, it has to be more over the top than you might feel comfortable with because the likelihood is the, en- the energy is going to get sucked out of you. So I would do level up your impact and authority using live video. So I'm still me, but I've got more energy. And then finally, you could do a really over the top one. Imagine you were doing a keynote in front of 10,000 people. And you've got loads more energy. So level up your impact and authority using live video. And you'll feel a complete idiot doing that. But that's good because you've just made sure that you, you, you've you proved to yourself that you can give more energy into it. So, yeah, loads of things there. Sorry I've gone on a bit, uh, bit much yeah, there, but I hope awesome. that's all helpful. <laughs> that is so helpful. I mean, I remember some of the practices, you know, when you're on a stage, you had to project mm. and make sure you could, you know, get to the back of the room there and... It really did make a difference because trying to breathe through the diaphragm and, and pushing out the words and and, yeah. and and diction was really key because, you know, a yeah. lot of people, sometimes we mumble. And if it's not clear, people are like, wow, what are they saying? You know, Absolutely. Uh, I'm so excited to have you share that with us. I also love that you have all these checklists and things like that before producing. Uh, you talk about the five P's. Can you tell us about that a little bit more? Yeah, the five P's of live video. So it's, it's really about thinking that the whole process of creating a live video, there's a lot of moving parts. And once you get all of these in place, it becomes really easy. And we can maybe talk about one of the, you know, some of the things that make live video such a powerful medium. But the five P's are, are, it starts off with planning, P for planning. So this is what kind of show are you going to do? Where are you going to be going live? Is it Facebook? Is it YouTube? Are you bringing in a guest? What are you going to talk about? Uh, so it's pl- the planning stage, and I can't um, I, I can't recommend uh, the this part mo- uh, more. I mean, it, it, it's so so important to plan that out. And so I will use different methods. I was talking about this recently that using a project management tool can be really good. You could use something like Asana, but you can't beat pen and paper. So don't overcomplicate it. Just write all of these things down, all the steps that you need. Um, to, to plan what you're going to talk about. Plan things like, uh, what's the first thing that you're going to say? Uh, what, uh, if you're bringing in a guest, when are you going to introduce them? What are you going to talk about? What are the questions you're going to ask them? Or if it's just you, what are the three main points that you want to share in that? And then put that in a document, whether that's on a Google Doc or whether it's in Asana or whatever, it doesn't matter. 
So that's 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 really really important. That's going to uh, come into play later on in some of the other piece. So once you've done that, we're then on to the pre-promotion stage. So you you're going to be going live, say the next Wednesday at two p.m. Now the at, currently the only person that knows about that is you, and that's not good. So if you're going to go live at two p.m., how many people are going to watch you from the start? It's a big zero. Okay, so you want to let people know that you're going to go live. So the way to do that is to 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 let people know. So if you've got an email list, let them know. If you're on social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, you know, whatever it is, let people know about that. And you can create images. You can you know use the tools like Canva or Wave Video to create little promo videos just to let people know that you're going to be going live. Next Wednesday, I think I said at 2 p.m. Um, now, the other thing that you can do, this is a little bit more advanced, but I do recommend this. On Facebook and YouTube, you can schedule your live video. So you can actually, if I, if I was going to do this today, I could, I could go into Facebook or YouTube and create a, live, a scheduled live video for next Wednesday at 2 p.m. And the great thing about that is it, it, a post is created now that, that your fans will be able to see and they can they can yeah. add comments and they can subscribe to be notified when you actually do go live next Wednesday at two o'clock. And it's the same on YouTube as well. So that's definitely good. And the, the great thing with that is you get this link, which you can then share on social media. You yeah. can share on, um, on your email. You can even, if you're going to be really fancy and really advanced, you can even use uh, messenger bots using tools like ManyChat. And that's more advanced. But there's all these other things that you can do if you um, schedule your live videos. So that brings me on to this, the big day. It's next Wednesday. It's, t- it's two o'clock. It's time for the production. You are going to go live. And so there's quite a few things that you need to think about when it comes to that. Um, we've talked about warming up your voice and your body. Uh, we've um, not really talked about the technical side of things. So you need to make sure that everything is working. If you're using a computer, restart your computer. Make sure everything's you know shut down as much as possible. That uh, make sure your audio is working. There's nothing uh, worse than starting your live video if people can't hear you. Your camera. Check your internet speed. There's a really cool tool called speedtest.net, which I always recommend that you you load before you go live to make sure your internet is working, and then you go live. So that's the production side. Then we're moving on to the the fourth P. Uh, which is the post promotion. Now, a lot of people think that once you press press the end broadcast button, that's it. And I know you mentioned you're an introvert. Well, I'm a bit of an introvert too. So my, I, I'm usually on a bit of a high at the end of my live videos. But then there's the crash, and so I go to I want to go to bed and I want to sleep. So, um, but but you need this is why planning is so important. So at this stage, you need to think. Well, what next? You want to direct people back to your live video because there's a really, really important audience that we've forgotten about. Yes, your live audience is really important, but how about the replay audience? And actually, your replay audience can sometimes be higher than the the people watching live. So you want to email your list, you want to send social media notifications out, check out this video I did, a live video I did the other day. It's on this and this, and I, I shared this amazing thing. And the cat jumped on the keyboard and, and a disaster happened. Because actually people like when things go wrong. Um, so, so yeah, there's the post-promotion thing. And then finally, I'll be just very brief here, but this is the bit I get really excited about, is the repurposing. 
because we want to turn this live video, this this thing that is very transitory, very quick, and, and it kind of falls off the a cliff for you know never to be seen again. Well, we don't want that to happen. We want to make sure that it's working well for us. It's a piece of evergreen content. We can turn that live video into a podcast, or we could turn it into a blog post, and we can turn it into all these different things. So that's what I do with my show. I do go live, but it goes into a podcast, it goes into a blog post, it goes into social media images, and it lasts for a lot longer. And I'm really excited about that because it, it takes me a huge amount of time to create a blog. But with this, I create the live video, and then I can very easily repurpose it into all those different platforms. Now, that sounds amazing because there's so many moving parts. And I know you said having a checklist is really important as well, yeah. just so that you could, you could check your list and check it twice and make yeah, sure that yeah, you yeah. have everything. Because we do forget things, you know, you start to take things for granted. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, yeah, I forgot my mic, you know, or something. Yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. that is so obvious that we just could forget it. So having that checklist is really a, a great tool to have. Also, um, mentioned the repurposing. You mentioned a company, uh, something 10x. I can't recall what they were called. Yeah, Content 10X. Content 10X. So they will help you like repurpose your material and things like that. You can actually send them your blog post or your um, podcast or your live stream, and they can set up some different ways to repurpose it for you. Yeah, so there's a number of different ways of doing it. I mean, that's the easier way to, to actually just pay uh, another company to do it for you. And if you've got the budget for that, I highly recommend that because this can take up a lot of time. Yeah, you can definitely do that. And there are other services, but Content 10X are great and I, I use them. Uh, but the other the other thing, if, you've, if your budget isn't uh, going to stretch to that, then certainly follow their blog, content10x.com, and they've got a podcast and a book that will tell you all about repurposing. But there are some other services. If you've got the budget to, to pay a company like Content10x, I'd always do that. But if you want a, a cheaper and quicker solution, then there's a, a tool like repurpose.io is one. So what that does is it takes your Facebook live videos after they're, they're done and will turn it into a podcast for you. Yeah. Um, um, so it, it's, it's a bit... A bit quicker. It's a bit too quick and easy in that we'll just take the audio and make it into a podcast. And I prefer to kind of do a bit more than that. But if you want something quick and easy, then repurpose.io is is a good place to start. I love that. I have to check that out for myself. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. There. I mean, I'm a one man band pretty much uh, overall, yeah. and so it's really tough and. When you have a lot on your plate and you do uh, have a lot of steps for each of these different shows, whether you're doing it one time yeah. or you're doing it weekly, or I don't know how it was it John Dumas who was doing a daily show at one point. I'm thinking, how did he have to do that? <laughs> but that's another don't story. know how he did that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, you know, I'm talking about this now about, well, four years into to, to doing live video professionally and just over a year after launching my podcast and live show. And in a sense, all the stuff that I mentioned there is what I've learned over the last four years and I'm implementing now. You don't have to implement all those things right at the start. That, that's just, you're going to get burnt out. But this is where this is, you, we're aiming. And I'm still aiming for more. I'm still changing and updating my structure and my process. Um, but yes, that's what I'm working on. And if guys out there are looking for ways to do some like inexpensive view, whether it's graphics or if it's looking for somebody to help you with a blog or even just writing things up or doing editing, Fiverr, uh, F-I-V-E-R-R, -R, mm. 
is also another great place for you to find some contractors out there. And you know, I've had things done for me, logos, you know, for five bucks. And I was like, wow, that was great. <laughs> like, yeah, where yeah, were yeah. you 30 years ago? And I really needed <laughs> you from my real estate business. But yeah, so I thought it's a good starting place to get whatever they need done. I mean, it's just an amazing resource I found. Yeah. Um, so, great. I have love for you to share your story, how you went from the theater and the classic training to what you do today, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, of course. Really- Yes, it's like a very kind of strange journey. I I didn't plan it this way, (laughs) but um, yeah. So I, I mean, at school, I was I was a combination of a a bit of a geek. I've always been involved, interested in computers, but also passionate about music. My 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 mom was an opera singer, and so when I got to the end of school, I had to make the decision: do I go down the science route, the tech route, or do I go down music? And music one, I went to university to to do music. I went to music college in the UK to to train to be a professional singer. And after that, I sang around the UK as a soloist and I taught, I taught singing. In fact, I still teach singing today, but tech, you know, I was always interested in technology. And so I, I, my, my dad retired and we decided to set up a web agency together to build websites for, um, for musicians originally, but then we broadened it out to businesses, um, in general, but it was really back in 2012 after years of procrastination, I decided to set up a blog. And uh, I was really interested in social media at the time and the technology side of things. And so I started writing about that. I wrote about it, the really, the, the thing that kicked it off was a blog post that I wrote about Hootsuite. So I don't know if uh, people oh, yes. have heard of Hootsuite, but it's a um, social media management tool. It was the biggest at the time. And so I wrote about it, but I thought I'd write about my frustrations with it. Um, and I tried to make it as as positive and as objective as possible, but it was called Seven Reasons Not to Use Hootsuite. Yeah. And it went viral. <laughs> and awesome. I thought, oh, wow, okay. Um, and then I, then in 2015, I went to a social media conference in San Diego called Social Media Marketing World. The following year, I got asked to speak at that. I was completely blown away by that. And wow. then in 2016, I've kind of told part of the story. This is when Facebook Live came out and I wrote an article which has had, I think it's had about four to five million page views, that article wow. with, with the button. And, uh, it, and I just basically tried to make live video as simple as possible. And it completely blew me away. I created yeah. a course, which went really well. And I had that epiphany moment when I realized, wow, open media, technology, teaching, performance, all rolled into one. And so that's what I've been doing ever since. Wow, I love that. That is awesome. <laughs> and it's so true because you don't know what the you know what your life can bring you when uh, you just start following your your passion and you yeah. had two passions and to bring them together like that. I mean, that's more than gold. I mean, you, you hit the jackpot. <laughs> so that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. No, my pleasure. So I know our time is just about coming to a close here. How can our uh, viewers stay in touch and learn more and uh, listen to your podcast and find you? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm always happy to, if anyone's got any questions. I mean, the, the best place really is my, my website, iag.me. And there's, there's loads of blog posts about um, social media tools, but also live video as well. Um, but yeah, probably the best place is my podcast, which is the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. And the best place for that is iag.me forward slash podcast. I love it. And one last thing I wanted to ask you, what would you suggest any different streaming services out there? What would you say is the 
the most user-friendly for them to start with? Is it StreamYard or should they do something like Ecamm? Um, yeah. What would you suggest? Well, yeah. So there's a, the, if you go to my website, there's a, there's a blog post I've written recently, which is the top live streaming tools. So I would check that article out and it goes through all of them. But just very briefly, um, I said start on your phone, but then there's loads of advantages in going live from your computer, such as the ability to schedule, the ability to bring in guests, the ability to have more professional webcams and, and microphones and things like that. So yeah, the, probably the easiest tool to, to get started with is StreamYard. StreamYard works in the web. It works for Macs and PCs. You can bring in guests. It's really, really easy to use. There are alternatives. There's BeLive, which is another one, BeLive.tv. And there's also uh, Restream, Restream.io, which has um, something, it's called Restream Studio, which allows you to do that, um, to, to do it through the web. Um, but the, the tool that I use a lot more these days is called Ecamm Live. Um, and I love it. it. It offers a lot more power. It's really easy to use still. It is only for Mac users, unfortunately. So if you're a PC user, you'll have to find, uh, well, I can talk about alternatives in a minute, but um, that's great. And I actually use, this is a bit more advanced. I use Ecamm Live together with Restream. And so Restream has this other ability to, that allows you to multi-stream to lots of different networks. So I can go live in Ecamm and then I can connect with Restream and then that will broadcast to Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Periscope, Twitch, you name it, all these other channels. And I can bring in the comments really easily. If you're a PC user, there are other tools. There's probably the, the real top end one is called vMix. It's very quite complicated to use, but pretty good. Um, there's also, there's Wirecast. Uh, that's, again, a professional tool, quite expensive. Um, there, there were quite a few other ones. But actually, I mean, probably the easiest one for, to, to, if you're a PC user to get started with is StreamYard. Awesome. And... And StreamYard is a pretty affordable. Yeah. Some of the other ones are a little bit pricey. Yeah. And I thought, oh, they're kind of up there in price, so I don't know if I want yeah, to invest it's, it's, that much. Well, there's a free, there's a free version of it. So it has, it, they put their logo on the top, right? Which is fair enough. You know, it's free. Yeah, um, I think, I think it's around, I could be wrong, but it's around $20 per month for the, yeah. the basic plan. Uh, yeah. uh, Restream is, is similar. BeLive, they're, they're similar. Uh, Ecamm is actually, I think might be a little bit cheaper than, than StreamYard. So, so if yeah. you're a Mac user, um, you could check out, um, check out that. Yeah, I really like the Ecamm where I didn't realize you could do so many different things, you know, picture in picture and all these other yeah. fun little things you can do inside of there. And I thought, oh, that's fun. And because I do a lot yeah. of presentation work with uh, my courses and I thought that would be a good way to also. So if somebody's yeah. looking to do a course, I think that could be a fun way to record a course. And, well, and, exactly. And, and, and it, you can all, I mean, I am actually using Ecamm Live at the moment. So I'm bringing Ecamm Live into Zoom. And oh, wow. so, you, you know, you can... I can change the screen like that and oh, so nice. and uh, do lots of different cool things. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's uh, pretty cool. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for your pearls of wisdom. You're just <laughs> a plethora of information. So thank you very much. That's my pleasure. It. You know, if you're ever over in the Tampa area, I'd love to see you and show you That'll around. Be awesome. That'll be lovely. lovely. Thank, thank you, you, Ian. Appreciate it. Guys, stay safe. And, uh, thank you. you and to my jammers out there, thank you so much for joining us for this. I hope you learned a great deal from him. You know, I, one of the things I'd love to do is with the information that I learn, you can use it right away. I immediately implement it into my business, and it's always helped me out tremendously. So I hope you really get to use some of the things he talked about today. And remember, it's never too late to leave a trailblazing behind you. So rock on and mock out, and I'll catch you on the flip side.